0: Hi, I'm Scotty. Welcome to the show. Lily Pappas is a very talented singer from the Gold Coast, Australia, which is where I record the show from. So it was really fun for me to have a local on for this chat. She's recently signed her first record deal with one of the major labels. So I was curious to know, How, in her experience, that has changed the writing process, uh, how she stands her ground in an industry full of people who have been in the industry a lot longer than she has, and what it was like attending her first Arias. Please enjoy my conversation with Lily Pappas. Lily Pappas, thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you for having me. Let's
0: timestamp this. You just had your first commercial radio play.
1: I did. That was insane.
0: How are you feeling? How's the inside?
1: Um, just like lots of butterflies happening at the moment. So yeah.
0: Is it weird going from because you've been writing music your whole life? Mm -hmm. Is it strange going from that kind of being something that you keep? to yourself and yeah, like you, privately uh, you, you share it with people but you're in control of who you share it with
1: yeah well exactly right it's like you're basically exposing um, all of your deepest darkest feelings and secrets to the world so it's, it's kind of daunting at the same time but I've been like so excited for this to happen and for that moment to happen and I just have wanted for the past sort of you know I've been in this process now for the past four years so trying to just get it out there and the day's finally come so for me it's more exciting than anything
0: it's a very personal song, though is, yeah. it, is it there's a, is there a part of you at all that is finds it a little strange that it's something that you wrote about something so close to you anyone can now hear, like people jump on Spotify and they can listen yeah, to it, and a lot can. of people have
1: yeah, a lot of yeah, that's been um bizarre for me to actually you know i got. To Thank Spotify for that because they put me on some amazing playlists and really got it out there. But um, for me, that was a it was a bit of a different writing process with Wild. Um, you know, I, for the past sort of ten years when I've been writing, it's been very private, just me writing myself. Whereas I did this with um, I wrote it with these two other guys in the states. They're kind of like a producer writer duo. Yeah, and so we came up with the concept together. So I suppose for me, um, it doesn't then feel as private because somebody yeah, else okay. has been involved. So um, it's a bit easier for me to be like okay like that this is just like a cool song that I can put out and people can really like it whereas you know I've got some super like personal songs which will be coming out and that's going to be equally as scary.
0: Personal because you wrote them kind of before this whirlwind started? Yeah
1: um, you know for me it was like a pretty much this um, album that I've got coming out um, is was like a four-year writing process so um, and I had like hundreds of songs by that point but it was really nailing them down to what um, I wanted to put out and what message I wanted to send to people Um, which is the same with Wild like I think that the actual sort of premise of the song um, is about you know um, the fear of being alone and for me that Mm. was something that I always feared um, growing up and I'm really young but like that was something that I feared you know that I was going to grow up and not have someone that I could share things with and share experiences with so that was sort of the dark undertone so yeah it is kind of scary having my deepest darkest thoughts and I've just told them to you so (laughs) (laughs) Now they're out there.
0: You you mentioned that the process has changed slightly Mm. in the last kind of four years. Is that that because you now have access to working with these songwriters and these producers that you wouldn't have had reached? to?
1: Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, Obviously being signed um, to Universal and having, you know, now a manager and a publicist and all that sort of stuff, you just get, um, your world gets turned upside down in a way, like everybody is sort of involved in the process now and um you just have access to other things so like you know for example writing um songs with other people that was something that i never used to do before so that definitely changed the way i write my songs um and also that i kind of look at the way that i write my songs as well now
0: do you feel that it's changed the way you look at music having because for a long time it was you and a guitar Mm, in a room and now you kind of have access to these people who their first instrument is maybe they jump on a piano or maybe they are purely producing and jump on a computer. Yeah, yeah
1: it, it's mind blowing. Like yeah. some of these guys that you work with, like um, Phil Simmons, who record, uh, produced, recorded the album with, um, he was insane. And that's why I was so desperate um, to work with him. And I was really like forceful on that point. My manager will tell you that I was like a <laughs> diva, but <laughs> I was like, no, he's insane. Like he would finish songs in like half an hour, like fully produced, ready yeah go, like he'd just sit down he'd be on the keys and he'd pick up a guitar then he'd be on the bass and then he'd start playing drums and we had this whole like finished track in half an hour and I was just like how does he do that man like how
0: do you feel like that like sounds uh, obviously time-wise great mm. but do you feel that in that process you still have the idea that you wanted to get across in the first place do you think that still comes across in those situations?
1: yeah I definitely think so because um I think for me I did quite a few after that point the um so I, I- wrote songs in november last year that was when it first started um i then did a whole heap of writing sessions and after that you kind of find your way a bit so okay. you know the first time you're doing it you're a bit nervous like oh i don't know how this is gonna go and you tend to follow the lead of someone else whereas yeah. um i'm pretty strong-willed so okay. i was <laughs> like <laughs> i know what i want and i knew what i wanted and that's why i never released any music prior to this you know i'm a perfectionist yeah. i was like i know what i want to put out so i was very kind of strong-willed when something would go a different way I'd be like no we're taking it back there like obviously I listen and see like what they want to do as well but I'm like I've got something that I want to put out and that's you know if I'm putting myself on the line it needs to be what I want like to be is out that there.
0: hard because although you've been doing music for so long you would be seen by so many as being quite young and new to the industry yeah, so you're working with these people who've done this for years and years did yeah. you get any pushback when you were trying to do that um,
1: not really, which was um, surprising. Like, I thought they're just going to be like, oh, listen to this girl. She has no idea what she's doing. Like, <laughs> she's so new to this. But they were very supportive. Um, and I think also doing it in LA, it's obviously where it's the land of opportunity and it's dreams. Yeah. And so they they genuinely want you to achieve your dream and your goal. Um, mm. And obviously being in these writing sessions, um, a lot of these writers, they write so many songs every day. So I think they're more accustomed to that. Um, and also being in Sydney as well everyone kind of just wants to achieve you know at at the end of the day it's your music that you're putting out there as well so they want you to have the most success with it as well but yeah yeah, I'm definitely not saying I didn't shut down anything (laughs) because I was like I was very much open to because I'd never done it before so I was very open to seeing what came out and like you know I came back with about 20 different songs and they're all different styles so then it's just about going okay what what's the best one to put out what's the best sort of production that suits what the mood of the songs if that makes sense
0: amazing um i could talk to you all day but i know you've got to (laughs) go and do 800 more of these two other things i want to get to real quick your first aria is wednesday night yeah was that just like insane going from watching this on tv every year to then being surrounded by oh there's the guy sebastian there's Montaigne. like does that kind of blow your mind. Yeah,
1: well Halsey walked like right past me on the red carpet and she's been like a huge musical influence for me and I was mid-interview and I just like turned around I was like, oh my god, it's Halsey and like had this (laughs) fangirl moment and I was just like in the middle of this interview oh sorry, where were we? (laughs) But yeah, that was like crazy, like when does that ever happen and you're walking down and people are talking to you and that was the first time I, like that was the first time I ever did interviews so I've never done an interview before and so I was just like going can somebody pinch me like this is a dream (laughs) but like when does this ever happen and that's the first time you're really getting to talk about your music to other people so that was that was bizarre but also like one of the highlights of my life being able to be a part of that you know you're around so many amazing Australian musicians obviously Mm. the international acts were phenomenal as well but just being a part of that and being embraced into that was really great it's so early on
0: and you managed to wear Dior on your first Aria song. Yeah,
1: that was... Well, that's <laughs>
0: gone okay. you worked that out well.
1: Yeah, that was pretty epic.
0: Encore debut album next year coming out. Mm-hmm. Are we expecting a similar so- sound to Wild? Like that kind of uh, dark, moody love yeah, song? Yeah,
1: um... There's a couple, but um, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised, I hope, like with what, it's kind of different. Like I grew up listening to a lot of um, different artists, so that would range from like David Bowie then to like The Cure, and then I'd be listening to like something ridiculous like Alice Cooper. And then I started li- listening to like hip hop and trap music. So there's a <laughs> lot of different um, influences and musical influences, but um yeah. Are there any gonna... pure
0: trap songs on the album? No, definitely I not. Check. No,
1: um, I'm definitely, no. It's, <laughs> there's elements of like, you know, you've got your hi-hats and things like that, which um, kind of give it more of a pop feel. Um, but I kind of wanted to sit in between like that alternative and still have like a little foot in pop as well.
0: Yeah, amazing. Cannot wait. Encore out 2020. Lily Pappas, can't wait to talk to you after you do the next areas where you're holding a few.
1: I hope so. That would be amazing. Thank you so much <laughs> for having me.
0: If you enjoyed this chat and you like hearing musicians, producers and artists talk about their craft and why and how they do what they do, subscribe to this podcast, however you're listening, and hit me up on Instagram at Scott C-O-U-C-H-M-A-N, and let me know if there is anyone in particular that you would like to hear from. Thanks for hanging out.